Hello, and welcome to Jump Change Cryptocurrency Podcast, where we talk about all things cryptocurrency. <laughs> um, I'm Rob, and I'm tuning in from the UK. And I'm Luke, tuning in from South Korea. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about how millennials are holding more Bitcoin in their portfolios than big companies like Netflix, Microsoft, and other major major companies you'd expect them to hold more than Bitcoin. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, right? What's yeah. your initial thought on that? Uh, not that surprising, but interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this data is based on um, Charles, you know, Charles Swar- uh, Swab, that? Swab, Swab, Charles Schwab's um, so investment it, firm. Yeah. So, um, so this is specific to that, but uh, it's pretty. I, I'm, I'm quite shocked. If I'm honest. Okay. Um. Because I would have thought things like Netflix and Alibaba, um, kids that are into investments, obviously there's some some way into investments mm. if they're buying cryptocurrency or w- willing to risk their money. Uh, I would have thought those two would be pretty high on a millennials list. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the- they're actually at the bottom. Yeah, you know, exactly. So at the same time, I said I wasn't that surprised because... Um, I've read a few articles talking about how millennials are not really saving enough money and not really invested in the in like stock markets or in index funds. Kind of the, the it's a generation that's pretty much forgotten how to do that. Um, so it's not that surprising that a lot of them they don't have much money, but they're looking to to like make it big, <laughs> you know. So they've been taking high risks in cryptocurrencies. That's that's a very good yeah. way to look at it, actually. Um... High risks, and I guess, uh, in some ways, until recently, with things like free trade and all that, I think people didn't really know how to um, how to buy a Netflix stock or whatever. And with things like apps that let you buy cryptocurrency, like Coinbase and everything, that yeah. seem to be talked about a lot, right. um, it's pr- they probably think it's easier, a bit more intuitive, in just to log onto an app and okay, this is a crack by Bitcoin. which which i mean now now you can do that with with stocks and shares quite easily but before it was all about okay you need to go you need to open up a a stocks and shares uh isa or you know i'm talking uk focused now um or you'd have to have a uh you know like a, a an account basically to do all that where you don't really need to do that. You just need a wallet with Bitcoin, right? And yeah, exactly. Some, right. some method of purchasing it, purchasing it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So um, once once they do have, though, we should probably talk about that stock shares that they do have that yes. isn't cryptocurrency, um, that, I mean, exceed cryptocurrency. Right. And that's Amazon, which I would have expected. Yeah. Would you, would you agree yeah, on that? Yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Uh, Apple, Tesla, yeah, uh, and I see that because it's just like showered over the news, and he's doing some just wild things. Have you seen that tank? Yeah, car he's, thing? he's crazy. I, actually, I love Elon Musk. He's he's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that tank car thing. I mean, that is what like will stick in kids' heads. Yeah, right. Exactly, right. Uh, and I've seen things, and like people have like skinned games, so like gta whatever they've skinned cars to have elon musk's tank as their car and (laughs) things like that you know and it's just like okay that's like filtering its way through the 
you know the internet um getting on everybody's facebook feeds and that kind of thing and then talking about facebook facebook's in there as well which is understandable i think yeah sure so if if they look at the top five then for millennials what companies they're investing in like you said amazon apple tesla facebook and then bitcoin actually is the next one it's quite interesting when you compare that with the gen x or baby boomers so baby so millennials seem to go heavy in um stocks that are they call them uh high growth stock high growth stocks usually tech stocks they don't give many or don't give any dividends it's more about growth within the the price of the stock so i I just i just see this as just uh indicative of our generation rob and i are millennials just just in case you're wondering and it's indicative that we we are i think we just fall into that category though right uh, 80, we're born in 87. I think we're okay. I think like 84, 85. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, fair. But the thing is that like people our age don't... Uh, we, we people Millennials make less money than our parents did. And so we yeah. to in order to actually... And also interest rates are almost zero. So in order to actually grow your money, you have to take risks and you have to put your money into growth stocks like these tech companies and of course, Bitcoin as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, so I, I guess... Think, Another thing that plays into Bitcoin's hands is the fact that most millennials grew up um, during the um, recession in two th- after 2008. Uh, you and I, we were about 21 when yeah. the banks pretty much collapsed over the world. Yeah, and yeah. You know, since then, it's just been a, a real lack of trust in all of these in- traditional investment firms like banks or building societies or you know even housing house prices, house prices. So I think all of this Very leads true. into Bitcoin's hands, actually, as a, an alternative form of investment. Very true. Yeah. Um, so I guess the question is there then as well, is like, for us, as being millennial, millennials ourselves, yeah. do we have more in Bitcoin than we do uh, or cryptocurrencies than traditional stocks, shares, commodities, whatever? Okay. I don't Currently, I don't know about you. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I do as well. But it's just because we, we were lucky we got into Bitcoin while it was growing <laughs> exponentially. So I've put more See, money or capital that, to, yeah. into um, other investments like gold and silver. But my Bitcoin has grown a lot since then. So so that's what, that's what I'm kind of getting at as well. It's like, is there a bit, is that one of the reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Is that one of the reasons why they do hold so much more in their portfolio? Yeah, possibly. It's because millennials have seen this new technology where the Gen X or baby boomers have been more skeptical and haven't, like, yeah. like it does follow your, your argument for sure. But like, they've taken that risk, not put much money in at all. Yeah. And that becomes a high part of their portfolio just because it's of grown. the the volatility and how Possibly, much it's grown in a short um, amount of time. So yeah, that, is, that could be a reason. Really could be the reason. Uh, however, I, I'm i going to say it's prob- in my opinion, probably not because Bitcoin hasn't really gone up in value since 2017. It's gone down actually a lot. Um, it has, I mean, it, it did yeah. bottom at 3,000. It's been okay. up since then. So that, that could be part of it. But I think... I think that's... I think, I think if Bitcoin didn't crash as hard, that number would be a lot higher. Because I think a lot of people lost money. But let's let's think about this though. Yeah. Those early investors, the ones that made a lot of money. Yeah. Do you think 
the majority of those were millennials, Gen Xs or baby boomers. Oh, for sure, millennials. Yeah, majority. Oh, there you go as well. Yeah, so yeah. that can... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I also, I, but I do think a lot of people have got, got burnt really hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of millennials yeah. lost oh, a lot of money. God. Actually, there's a lot of stories about... In, I live in South Korea, so... Um, to, in 2017, 2018, like South Korea was crypto crazy. Everything was crypto. All of the news, everyone was talking about it. And a lot of students put all of their student loans into cryptocurrencies, into Ripple. Yeah. Ripple, and these, these are down like 90% now. And student loans in Korea are not like in the UK, where it's kind of government, oh, I'll pay back whenever. Yeah. It's like a bank loan. <laughs> so oh. they are screwed. Oh my God. I remember uh, at the time when, you know, we were both very excited, uh, like every refresh was just 10% extra in our portfolio yeah, and everything. God. It was amazing. And I remember reading this report of this guy and he had sold his house, his car. He had a whole family, by the way, mm. two kids, wife, uh, and they decided to live in a motorhome. And I mean, like... Well, when I say they sold all his like house and car and stuff like that, he was a very wealthy person. Yeah. Sold all of that stuff to put in Bitcoin. Uh, oh, man. Right? Yeah. Um, and then ever since that article, I wish I could find it. I, I'll try and find it. Um, since then, it's been that downward spiral. Yeah, man. I, um, no, you know, I'm a... Oh, I have been for since I came across Bitcoin. Pretty much, I was a very staunch believer in cryptocurrencies and especially Bitcoin as is, you know as a potential store of value for years and years to come. Yeah. I still wouldn't put all my money into Bitcoin, <laughs> even. Well, I, I I think that's just that's just you know common sense, really. Yeah. In, in a way, you, you don't you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, exactly. In, in life, anyway, right? Yeah, right. Um, in terms of your money, anyway. <laughs> yeah, especially if you have other people to look after. Yeah, you, you wouldn't buy an extremely expensive house if all of your money, like you know, hundred percent of your money went to that house. Yeah, you just yeah, just that's true. Things just I think wouldn't do stuff. It's like quite that. interesting because in you know back in two thousand seventeen. Like there was so much hype, people just got really excited, including me and you. Uh, well, we were we were really yeah. excited. We we didn't really cash out, so obviously it's not. It shows how yeah. excited, yeah, how into it we were. Um, I was actually talking the other day about um, on on Friday night. I was talking about how okay, I should I guess because I didn't cash out and whatever, and it sort of you know went down and. It's weird that I'm still extremely hopeful. Yeah. Um, whereas a lot of people would be so disheartened. Mm. And yeah. I think it's down to us doing so much research into this. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Exactly. Knowing that, okay, the the price at the moment or whatever, or even even back then when it was extremely high, doesn't reflect how important and potentially beneficial the technology can be yeah so i guess that's what's that's what's still driving us right yeah definitely yeah yeah sure, sure. like it's not just price fluctuation yeah is i it? also think we're kind of lucky that we didn't actually lose any of the money we put in like we've always been in, in the profit. original investment so like, it hasn't really come close to losing my original investment um but that's true I'm down a lot from gains i didn't cash out <laughs> uh, yeah unrealized yeah, you, and me, you and me both yeah, yeah. so yeah. but i mean that's fine but the thing is, uh, we're down. Yeah, but we we haven't lost it. Because, no, no. 
it's only until you sell, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and because we have hope, and you know, we're latching onto that hope. Yeah, um, we might more have than hope. I, I'm, or I'm hopefully I'm, have more. Yeah, I, I would say it's more than hope because, like, we've done a lot so much research. We talked about so much that actually we we know how game changing this technology could be. It's hopeful that it actually will take off. Yeah, you're right, but like, yeah. it's realistic hope. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm. I wouldn't be doing it. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't have enough hope. Yeah, right. That's, I guess that's what. Yes, <laughs> that's what. Rob was very hopeful really. today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, what, before we move on, um, what, what else? You know, talking about stocks and shares as millennials. What, yeah. what other, what other what assets do, do you own or stocks do you own? Briefly, I know okay, you have quite so... a lot. I think, didn't you? I like to diversify. Um, yeah, so I'm just opening my portfolio a minute. <laughs> just, <laughs> can I remember? Uh, oh, yeah, actually, I do have quite a lot now these days. So uh, like index funds. Yeah. Um, <coughs> silver. Oh, nice. Um, I don't I know, Luke, you're, I'll let you get onto your bit, but um, I don't have gold, in which which you do, and, and I, I regret that. However, I do have shares in um gold miners yeah uh, that's something like i want to get into actually gold mining companies yeah so um, some egyptian gold mining companies um just pulling up my portfolio now um i i've we spoke about this before um i read this book uh called how to own the world by andrew craig yeah um, amazing book pass that on to luke yeah. luke is uh it took it took me a while to get him to to read it, but I knew that it would be something yeah. that would be potentially game changing, life changing, uh, idea changing. Yeah, and uh, and and it did, right? That worked. Yeah, it, I totally it was life changing. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, so um, yeah. Well, while you're looking, I'll go through loads. mine. So yeah, yeah. You go currently, through yours, yeah. I. Well, I own, of course, cryptocurrencies. I, I actually only have Bitcoin and Ethereum. I, I'm not going to dabble in other altcoins. I think I'm done with that. I, I'm I'm pretty set with just owning Bitcoin. I think I'm, that's enough risk for me. Yeah, and I, like I said, I, I Bitcoin is 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 the is the main one. So why in my in my point of view now is why bother? <laughs> nice one, Rob. Why bother? Uh, uh, drop my phone. <laughs> I bother risk it and do all the research when it, you know Bitcoin is the is the is the main guy. I also own sure decent amount of physical gold. I'm not going to tell you where I've hid it or I've buried it, but yeah, I have gold coins, gold bullion coins, and they're awesome. <laughs> and yeah. again, it's, it's that's a hedge against inflation. So, you know, gold is a commodity and inflation means prices of stuff goes up and, you know, commodities are things. So when price of stuff goes up, gold should go up with it. And um, it's a good way to hedge against inflation, but also take a little bit of risk because People do speculate on the price, so it can have really good runs. And I own silver as well as a kind of alternative to gold. I don't know physical silver because silver is quite cheap. So if you own physical silver, you'll have like buckets of it. Yeah, uh, that's cool, right? That's cool. I don't have space. <laughs> and I'm, I'm in South Korea. I'm going to move home soon. <laughs> I don't carry it in the yeah. suitcase. I have some physical silver, but, but mainly uh, ETFs. ETF. Yeah, ETFs. And um, <clears throat> apart from that, I've just got cash savings in a, in a savings account because um, I to send money. I have this to, if I want to invest in stocks and shares, I have to send money to the UK, and there's always a fee that goes with that. Mm. And I'm waiting until I come home for good in about a year. 
And um, what else? And I think the stock market is going to crash. <laughs> so I don't want to own any stock. Yeah. For a well, that's, that's it. But um, so gold, Bitcoin, yeah. gold, silver, and cash for now for me. So just jumping quickly back to that book that I was talking about there, uh, How to Own the World. Uh, the, the gist of it is um, you should own inflation. So as money goes up and things, you shouldn't really just hold your money in cash because it's worth less than it is yeah, the next right. day and whatever. So yeah? commodities are a way um, to beat inflation. Yeah. So you have, I can't remember the numbers right now, but is it 30% in uh commodities and precious metals yeah it, it, yeah if you want to really kind of play safe kind of portfolio you should have yeah 10 percent cash 30 percent commodities ish and 30 percent stocks and that leaves a lot of percentage i can't remember what the other other bucket no, is. i think the rest i think the rest of it is um so 10 percent in cash uh cash I think thirty percent in commodities yes. or, or something that uh, it was a higher amount and a higher amount in global stocks and shares. Yeah, yeah, that's so right. Yeah. Global stocks and shares, which he refers to as owning the world, because why not own index funds or yeah. whatever of of everywhere? So that's very much the the, the thesis, I guess, what I'm doing. Um, so I have like uh, J.P. Morgan Japanese investment, so. Uh, and that focuses on like first-hand research um, and invests in Japanese companies. Um, I like Japan. So uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was lying about not owning gold. So I have physical gold, but like in an ETF mm, form. Okay. Um, some some retail brands, um, some mining, um, those. Uh, I have like global market funds, Um I have like dividend funds for like Fidelity, which is like a, the investment platform that I use. Um, like I said, silver, um, uh, S&P 500, um, Egyptian stocks, shares. I'm an investor in Monzo, which yeah. is kind of like a new bank, which kind of goes against a little bit in cryptocurrency. But, you know, for the for the meantime, they do an amazing job, I think, of uh, making banking better for yeah, totally. everybody. Um, I don't think, I think most crypto people who are rational are not against banks. We need banks, <laughs> but the current banking yeah. system is not helpful. I think that's the point, right? No, no. Yeah. Um, and lastly, uh, like a, I've joined a new company and um, I have equity in that as well. So Cha-ching. that's a new, <laughs> that's a new uh, a startup. So if that does well, You'd be loaded. then um That'd be good. So, <laughs> that as well. <laughs> so just just for people who don't know as well, this Charles Schwab, uh, just to ex- explain a bit, uh, like where these figures have come from, whatever. So it's, he's the biggest investment broker in, firm in the US. So there's 3.2 trillion assets, uh, uh, you know, under his management and published on those reports. So. I mean, this is just focused on America, really. Yeah. Uh, these these numbers and things like that. So, uh, I mean, it might be completely different in the UK or elsewhere. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, I would. I, I would. You know, take a punt and say actually, it's very similar in the UK. I, I, I'd, I'd imagine yeah. that the trend follows, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, wicked. Do you have anything else you no, want to talk on the that, topic? I think that's also millennials keep investing in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to mention though is 
Google, you know, Alphabet, yes. whatever, didn't come up on this top 10 list at all yeah, for right. millennials. Yeah, or for Gen X. Yeah, the Gen, yeah. Gen X it did. Mm. But again, it was like number like, what was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. That's surprising to me. That is surprising. You're right. You you you, you held Alphabet for, for a bit. Um, is that right? Yeah, probably. I, I, I Yeah, a couple of years ago, I invested in a lot of tech stocks. I did actually, yeah. I got really lucky with when I pulled out. I, yeah. I almost, yeah. especially for Alibaba, actually caught the top of Alibaba. Um, yeah. And I bought gold with all the with all that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, you had Facebook for a while? Yeah, I had Facebook for Is ages. Right? Um, I had uh, Alibaba. I owned Alibaba, Facebook, Stocks, um, Alphabet, and yeah, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. A bunch of other smaller tech it companies. Was, it was well. Yeah. yeah. But it was good. All right. It was, um, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's, it's, it kind of brings us back. Like for whenever I do these kind of little investments and stuff, they're not really the ones I'm focused on. I'm focused on cryptocurrency. Um, these are just kind of, I guess, um, my safety nets. Yeah, and, right. And uh, like sort of more of my safe investments, you know? Yeah, I think that's important. And I think, I think that even for crypto people, we, we should look at other other um what do you call them other asset classes exactly like uh as it's, it's as not we crypto or stated everything before yeah yeah as we've stated before as well it's like only invest what you can afford to lose and you're happy to lose i think that's more of a realistic thing yeah. um and obviously none of this is investment advice yes. so don't uh, <laughs> yes, yes. don't follow any of this but if you do want to read a, a book on how to invest in stocks and shares rather than the um, crypto side of things, highly rest, recommend uh, Andrew Craig's How to Own the World. Yeah, especially it if you're British. It's, it's quite British focused, but yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. All right. Um, let's yeah, call that's it a day. That's cool. Thanks, Rob. All Cheers, right. guys. Thank you. All right.